let's get ready to study God's Word. Happy New Year 2022, and welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into our study. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the privilege of Bible study. We want to ask you as we enter a new year, as we seek to understand more from your word, that you'll give us wisdom and understanding. Help us to present this in accordance with your will. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's study is entitled, For Such a Time as This. And our passage for this study is, as you might expect, Esther chapter 4, verses 13 to 14, from the King James Version. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, Then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? It's Esther 4, 13 and 14. For such a time as this, what we're looking at here today, what we're trying to focus on is rising to the occasion. As we enter a new year, it's an opportunity. It's not the only opportunity, as we've mentioned in previous podcasts, but it is definitely an opportunity to take some time for introspection, look at where you have been, what direction you've been going, and seek to change your trajectory by the grace of God. For such a time as this. Each day that passes brings us closer to the final end of this planet in its current configuration. And it's important for us to recognize that God calls us to greater and greater things. He calls us to a greater work. He calls us to a greater commitment to him. We will not be able to get by simply relying on what we have done in the past. We have been called. Each one of us has been called to the kingdom for such a time as this. Let's look at the history that's associated with this particular uh, passage so that we get the, the context and its relevance to us today. So Esther chapter 4 
comes right after Haman has gotten the king to sign off on the destruction of the Jews, although it's not called the destruction of the Jews. Haman has essentially said, hey, there's some people in your kingdom that are kind of worthless, but, you know, since you get taxes and stuff out of them, I will pay money into the kingdom um, to substitute or to, to, um, to cover for the loss of taxes. Uh, but those people are wayward. They don't follow the instructions of the king. So it's not particularly useful to keep them around. When Mordecai sees this, this is uh, verse 1, Esther 4, 1. It says, when Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai rent his clothes and put on sackcloth with ashes and went out into the midst of the city and cried with a loud and bitter cry and even came before the king's gate, for none might enter into the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. And in every province, whithersoever the king's commandment and his decree came, there was great mourning among the Jews, and fasting, and weeping, and wailing, and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. So Esther's maids and her chamberlains came and told it her. Then was the king exceedingly grieved, and she sent raiment to clothe Mordecai and to take away his sackcloth from him, but he received it not. Okay, as you're reading this, verses 1 through 4, we just finished verse 4. Verse 2 is really what verse 4 references. Verse 3 just explains that not only was Mordecai sad, but everybody else who heard this of the Jews was sad. But in verse 4, Esther's maids tell her that Mordecai is crying and wailing in the streets in sackcloth and ashes. She does not yet understand what has happened. She's not aware. She is sheltered being in the queen's house. She's sheltered from the goings-on of the people. So she doesn't know what's happening. And we see that in verse 5. Esther then called Esther for Hatak, one of the king's chamberlains, whom he had appointed to attend upon her and gave him a commandment to Mordecai to know what it was and why it was. So she's like, what's going on? Why is this happening? So Hatak went forth to Mordecai unto the street of the city, which was before the king's gate. That's verse 6, verse 7. And Mordecai told him all that had happened unto him, and of the sum of the money that Haman had promised to pay to the king's treasuries for the Jews to destroy them. Also, he gave him the copy of the writing of the decree that was given at Shushan to destroy them, to show it unto Esther, and to declare it unto her, and to charge her that she should go in unto the king to make supplication unto him, and to make requests before him for her people. Okay, a lot of information is being unloaded here. Up to now, remember, Esther has not told anyone that she is Jewish. And she did that at the commandment of Mordecai. Esther does not know what's going on. A decree has been, has been um, published in Shushan, right, where she is, and she's unaware, right? And this is not a knock on Esther. This is the way that the governance of these kingdoms worked. Right? She didn't anything that she needed to know, the king would send over a chamberlain or some direct instruction to her. Outside of that, she didn't necessarily know what was going on 
in the kingdom at large. She was not um, responsible for the overall governance and um, the role of a queen was very different. She wasn't co-ruler or anything of that sort. Uh, she had influenced the king, obviously, but she needed to be aware. If she, if no one made her aware, she wouldn't be aware. And, and it took her, her handmaids and uh, chamberlains to let her know what Mordecai was doing. And they were probably paying attention to that because they knew that there was some relationship between her and Mordecai. Okay. So she sends one of the other chamberlains who has some authority, one of the king's chamberlains who was assigned to her, and says to Mordecai, you know, and says to the chamberlain, find out what's going on and, you know, what's happening. And so Mordecai explains what has happened, explains what's going on, he explains the impact, and he tells the chamberlain to tell Esther that she needs to intervene in this circumstance or it's going to be bad. And, um, and so that's, he's going to come back, right? Verse nine, and Hatak came and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Again, Esther spake unto Hatak and gave him commandments unto Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces do know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king into the inner court who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death, except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter, that he may live. But I have not been called to come in unto the king these thirty days. So it's been a month since Esther had been called into the king in any kind of a royal capacity. And she's like, if I go there, this is a gamble. You know, if he's not, if he's in a bad mood or something, this thing could go poorly. So it says in verse 12, and they told to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther. This is where our, our um, passage begins. Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Okay, so Mordecai is like, listen, there's a risk of death and there's a risk of death. A decree has come out that intends to destroy all the Jews. And you're worried about the potential that you might die if you come before the king. If you don't do anything, God will deliver his people from some angle. But you may not survive this. You probably will not survive this. We probably will not survive this. And, and so they're having this back and forth. This is not an in-person back and forth. This is through um, chamberlains and messengers, etc. But the thing that Mordecai is trying to impress upon her is that the circumstance that has arisen requires you to step up. You are in a position. Have you ever given any thought as to why you have that position? 
who knows if this is the whole point of why you have this position. You need to rise to the occasion. Verse 15. Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan, and fast ye for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise, and so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Esther went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. It's interesting, right? This is how this verse ends, a pivotal, this is how this chapter ends. It's a very pivotal chapter. Esther is surprised by the information. She's not privy to it. She's surprised by it. It's daunting. I mean, I can appreciate what happens when you're given information that you need to act on suddenly. Um, I don't like to be surprised by information personally. And sometimes you can't help it or, or it can't be helped, right? There are times where things happen and you need to be brought in at the time that they happen and no one has a chance to prep you. It just has happened and you need to deal. So I'm aware that that happens. doesn't mean it's comfortable. Uh, but at those times where it isn't, at those times where you may be stalling, it's important to be reminded that you need to act. And so this, you know, she's the queen speaking to her uncle in a particular capacity. And as he pushes back as um, not her, not uncle, cousin, their cousins, um, their cousins. But as he pushes back, he's he's older than her, and he brought and he raised her. But as they as he pushes back on her and reminds her of her ultimate responsibility, like you're not just here for show, you're not just the the queen of the land for no reason. God clearly um, manifested His providence in putting you there. What do you think the point was? Doesn't this look like a good reason to exercise that influence and authority that God has blessed you with? And she acknowledges that this is the case, and she immediately begins to take charge of the situation. And she says, okay, go round up everybody in all the Jews in town. And y'all fast for me three days, no food, no drink. So this is some serious fasting, all right? Three days, no food, no drink. And I will fast with my maidens also. And then I'm going to go to the king. And if it doesn't work out, well, it doesn't work out. For such a time as this. We need to give consideration to 
the things that are going on around us. We need to give consideration to the, the places and positions of influence that God has put us in. We need to give consideration to the actions that we may be well positioned to take. And either because we weren't aware of the circumstances or we've been hesitating, someone or something is bringing it to our attention that these things need to happen for such a time as this. My prayer for each and every person, not just starting out the year, you know, beginning of a new year is a good time. A lot of people are going to focus on that. And it's as, it makes as much sense to take advantage of it as any other period of time. But the point being now, now is the acceptable time. The point being right now, you have an opportunity to assess by God's grace what God has called you to do, how he's positioned you, how he has equipped you. And it is time to act now for such a time as this. You've been brought to the kingdom, your position, your opportunity, your church, your business, your home, somewhere, you have been brought to the place where you have been brought for such a time as this. It is time for us to awaken and to understand and to take hold of the circumstance in the fear of God, right? Not asking people to just run off and do things in their own strength. In the fear of God, we need to consecrate ourselves to God so that we'll be prepared to do the thing that needs to be done. It may require fasting. The thing that you're being asked to do may be significant. It may require prayer and fasting. It always requires prayer, but it may require prayer plus fasting. Okay? Take the opportunity now to prepare yourself to rise to the occasion in the fear of God, because you have been called to some place, to some position for such a time as this. Esther 4, 13 and 14 says, Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for your mercy to us. We want to thank you for the preparation that you have made in each and every life, bringing us to a point to a place into a circumstance for such a time as this. That time may be different for each individual. It may be 
just a part of the overall great controversy. It can be for a specific chapter, a specific scene within the overall controversy. But whatever that circumstance is, Lord, you've brought us to this place. Help us to awaken to the responsibility that we have. Help us to recognize our need of divine help and surrender ourselves, submit ourselves, pray, and if necessary, fast to gain the proper preparation for the events that we need to act upon. We ask you to guide us as we enter this new year and to move us forward by your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can email us at BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. Don't forget to check out the full description of this episode at BibleStudy.ASBZone.com to ensure that you can access the linked resources and any related podcast episodes. This podcast is available on all the major platforms, such as Google Podcasts, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Please remember us in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.